brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Hey, welcome to the Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. And we thank you for choosing to listen to us instead of fudge cooking with Genoa. Very good, very good fudge for you tonight. <laughs> Japanese fudge? Yeah, yeah Jinwa is a Japanese fudge hey, cook. Like fun. I, I worked in a fudge shop for about two years. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sweet. He was the flinger. Were you the fudge packer? <laughs> yes. You know, I don't know how we're going to get through this the show. idiot with the paddle. And the there you go. That's what I'm talking about. It's about the marble. You keep on rolling over. I said, very good. Jinwa, very good. I explained to you it's on radio. Suck <laughs> <laughs> <Second> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, this is good old boy Mike. If you have no idea what you're listening to, this is Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Jason. Good to be here. Good old boy Harmeet. Pleasure. He <laughs> <laughs> faked that well. <laughs> and made man Bob. I need to say it like this. It is a great pleasure to be here today. I hope you can see my head bubbling side to side, but this is radio. Fine, fine. Oh, just shook off. <laughs> and made man Bob is joining us again. Always a pleasure to be here. Bob and Harmeet are joining us from the Bourbon Mafia, which we'll learn a little bit more about at the end of the show I'm today. I'm not actually a member. Bob's a member. Okay, all right. <laughs> this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is finally sponsored by Fine Spirits. Check out the Enomatic machines to sample great products by the glass, including great selections of bourbon and whiskey. You can reach them online at www.finespirits.net. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and a thousand stupid family stories on this particular episode. This is an essential show to learn how to survive any family holiday gathering with proper alcohol. (laughs) You mean lots of it. Alcohol fixes everything. Yep, that's right. Uncle Dave and that growth over his left eyebrow are dropping in for a visit. And this show should help you make the best selection and actually not bust your wallet. Yes, your cousin Harold is going to break into your bar, and so you might as well make sure he has something there that's good for him to filch. And we're going to actually have some fun with tales of family gatherings today gone bad and listen to movie clips that remind you to stop by the liquor store early and have often. Family gatherings that go good? <laughs> <laughs> we have some gatherings. I know. So each of us has actually selected something to take to the family holiday gatherings that we would consider essential uh, gear to go to uh, some of our family ga- uh, family gatherings. And uh, here's a, a quick uh, uh, short list of the things on the show before you switch to the station or to catch up on the latest traffic report. <laughs> Mesa Genoa is going to talk about a very good stuff today on fudge. <laughs> so, so, 
Here the I'm going to mispronounce this first one right off the bat. Kalila. That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> oh man, how about that? Kalila. You heard me say it enough times. I know I do. Uh, so uh Obong little boy. Uh Lafroy. That's the one you mispronounced. Yeah, okay, no, no. all right. Uh, obey, obey, little boy. Little bay, bay. All right, Lafroy eighteen. Okay, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Craig barrel proof. Well, that's up the road, so of course I got that one. Uh, Corsair Buck yeah. Old Scout barrel proof. George. Are you sure it's Buck yeah? Buck yeah. I'm quite certain of that. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm going to skirt around that as much as I can. Uh, George T. Stagg, the uh, 2012 bottle edition, as well as the Weller 12, are the products that we're going to talk about today. It really sounds like there's pretty much something here for everyone. Possibly. <laughs> or we're just going to... Or have you just combined all this stuff in like the boiler maker that you just get through all of it? Buckweed. yeah. I know that... So I know that uh, what many of you are just saying, you have never met my family. I will just pretty much take it all. <laughs> so. Does your house sound fire clock? No, Bethany. Those are Christmas lights. Don't throw me down, clock. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. Is this the airport clock? We're here. Hey, Grizz. Me and Bethany figured out the perfect gift for you. Oh, Uncle Lewis, you didn't have to buy me anything. Damn it, Bethany, he guessed it. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. When did you move to Florida? Ellen, are you still dating Clark? Oh, Aunt Bethany. You know, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, dear. Did I break wind? Jesus, did the room clear out, Bethany? Hell no, she means presents. You shouldn't have brought presents. <laughs> it isn't every day somebody moves into a new house. They didn't move into a new house. Um, Mom? In the living room, Russ. <laughs> this house is bigger than your old one. Is Rusty still in the Navy? Aunt Bethany, why don't you go with Francis and Catherine yeah. into the living room and say yeah. hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, Just everybody. in the living room. I should say it. You should say it. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Mom? What? This box is meowing. Let me see it. She wrapped up her damn cat. Take it in the kitchen and open it up. Then we'll have a cat running around the house. You can't leave it in the box. Why would somebody wrap up a cat in a box? She gets confused, Rusty. She's old. She and Uncle. There are a few things that I've decided were out of bounds. So basically anything that is pure grain alcohol. <laughs> Everclear. 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 Right. Family out. And right. Bacardi 151, which is pretty much you know my go-to product so for no paint thinner yeah right no paint thinner no no, paint thinner. no hazmat product okay, okay. No. i have to okay. take although the stag is pretty close yeah, yeah, 147 stag is hazmat stag is hazmat but you know johnny walker black label everywhere 50 is fake but you know it's johnny, johnny is spelled with two e's <laughs> right <laughs> johnny. Well, whatever works for the ant 
J O H N N N N E E. So you sold me yeah. my Rolex. It's got two X's. It's extra special. <laughs> as long as it's at the right proof, man, that's all that counts. Rolex Timex. What's the difference? Oh, that's why your arm is green. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to get through the show. It's a Christmas gift. Come on. <laughs> From the ant you're about to talk about. Well, yes. we have some uh, great stories to talk about today about how, uh, uh, family gatherings, and we'll, we'll try to be changing the names of our actual relatives to protect them. Not, not really, because actually you have no idea what their real names are anyway, so it wouldn't matter. So uh, we'll probably be using a combination of fake names and real family names. We are going to be talking about some products today, and Jason gets the honors of going over our SIPS ratings for today. Jason, I want you to try and channel... Uh, Uncle Pete. Okay, I, kn- I know you got an Uncle Pete. There's a there's an uncle there that has some unique characteristics. So go for it, man. <laughs> All right, but I'm really bad at voices, so I'm gonna try. All right, but go I for am it. bad. Okay. All right, y'all. We'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings right now. Number one, give me a glass of water, wash out my mouth. The characteristic between you and Harmeet is just a little too natural between the two of you. I don't know. I'm picking on the accent. Eastern Tennessee. I'm I'm, I'm, hey, there you go. Look, I'm thinking that it, I speak 17 dialects of hillbillies. All right. Yes. Harmeet has, you know, West Central Alabama covered. You have East Nashville or East Tennessee covered. So. That's Knoxville. That's totally Knoxville. Like my ex-wife yeah. is from Knoxville. I got... I got so you're telling me I sound like you're out wife? It's the way that you carry the ease. All right. <laughs> sips two. <laughs> sips two. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? See, it's the concise element of nice. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Hmm, interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Again. <laughs> Number four. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another one. That's classified. <laughs> It's the number of D's in that that really makes it carry well. Yeah. <laughs> number five. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't think yeah. there's anybody in East Tennessee that's ever made that noise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Except when it during like a UT football game, maybe. I don't know. Well, we have uh, some football <clears throat> games now. Yeah. Great oh, stories. Well, no, we don't say that word on this show. <laughs> Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. It's a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. Well, let's move on down the road. Uh, Bob is going to regale us with that two-hour family uh, game of Twister that ended up with some family photos that have been banished, and now Aunt Linda walks at a 12-degree off-center angle. So <clears throat> That's just Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I have to say, she's looking pretty good. When she gets, you know, pretty close to 11 and a half degrees, you really don't even notice the problem. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<laughs> Most of my family are from the mountains of Western North Carolina, so they all walk on a slant because they're not walking on level ground. So that's. I thought one leg was shorter than the other. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we have we breed the cow special. You have the ones with the short legs in the front, and the ones with the short legs in the back, and they face a particular direction. So. Um, when dealing with a family on a holiday, I tend to reach for the strongest spirit. <laughs> See, that's what I love about this show. It's like, how would you plan ahead? I'm, you know, I'm going to reach deep. You know, I'm, I'm not going to take Bacardi, you know, 151, but I'm definitely going to take, you know, something that's hazmat. So, <laughs> yeah, 151. You don't need gasoline. You're, you're actually you going for that flavor. low. Yeah, yeah, Everclear 190. But uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I need to be in a mood for a Iowa and stressful family events seem to bring that mood on. And I start craving peat and mercurochrome and iodine. Um, and as I always say, you know, drink whiskey to make other people more interesting. Yeah, and that goes double for a family outing. Ooh, I like uh, that phrase. One, the first one I pick was, uh, it, it's it's a Lafroig. It's, a, uh, it's from the Scotch Mall Whiskey Society, uh, which we did a show about uh, private bottlers. They're an independent bottler. Um, you can only buy their whiskeys if you're a member of the, the society. This is an 18-year-old Lafroig. Um, it's a refill bourbon barrel distilled in uh, April 95, 60.7 ABV. It's 121, 22 proof. Uh, 148 barrels came out of that cask. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, society. Each barrel that they do... You know the whole. No, 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 no. It's it's barrel number one forty eight had two hundred and six yeah. bottles. That's right. Yeah. You're over. Yeah. Dude, there's only two hundred six bottles of this stuff produced. Yeah. What they do is, you know, if if you're at Lafroig and they're <clears throat> barreling whiskey that day, and they you just put three down at the exact same time, put them in the same warehouse. Barrel number one doesn't taste like barrel number two. Doesn't taste like barrel number three. They're all slightly different. So what they're doing is they're doing single malt single cast so when you find that cherry barrel what's in there you're never going to find something exactly like that again so that's that's basically what they're doing yeah 200 um, bottles yeah that's 206 for the whole world basically um on this one the nose i got a lot of candy flavor a lot of sweet uh black licorice very smoky very peaty this is uh this is one that really needs time to open up. Uh, if you pour it right out of the sample bottle in your glass, there's not much there. If you come back in 20 or 30 minutes, it'll absolutely blow your head off. Um, we have uh, I run the Fort Lauderdale uh, Whiskey Society down here, and uh, we just had an event uh, this past Wednesday, and I, I brought this bottle there and uh, popped the cork on it, poured a few samples for some people, and carried it around. We're talking to some people for you know 30 or 40 minutes, and by the time I got back to the main room with this thing, the the the, the aroma of this thing absolutely filled the room. Um, on the palate, black licorice, thick, rich peat, iodine, mercurochrome in a good way, uh, raisins, water really, really opens this Your up. Traditional old bandage. Yeah, so. yeah, old old band aids. Um, a lingering, lingering peat smoke iodine flavor I, when i was walking around with it people were saying what's that i, I want to try that and my response to him was have you tried everything else in the room because i'm not giving this this is going to be the last one you're going to have before you leave there you go uh, hmm. well again, <clears throat> heavy heat heavy flavor heavy alcohol helps you get through the family uh holidays so 
Well, I have to uh, jump in right in on this. I, I mean, uh, I have to say, I really love this bottle. It's just really a great choice. Um, you know, not just get through a room of other, you know, whiskey and, and scotch, you know, folks. But uh, the thing that I wrote down about this was this is a welcome mat to Isla. Um, you know, it. there's something about the the essence of the peat and this that is just literally like capturing the aroma of you know products that are from the isla region and i just that's what i really loved you know so much about this is it was so character defining and i really love this um i love the peat i just um this is something that um yeah, you and I could be good friends to go out and hang out in the corner. Frankly, we're going to go down to the block and just leave all the family and bring the bottle. <laughs> this is what I would do. Uh, my sips rating for the Lafroy 18 is definitely a five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 Let me jump in here. I agree with all the tasting notes he had. Um, when you first pour it, though, it's it's very herbal. It's not just spice. It's like sweet pea. Um Peas or peed? No, no. Like peas. Green peas. Oh, peas. Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, where? And that's something I'm not really thinking about. (laughs) Say they do some weird stuff down in South Florida. Yeah. Creepy. (laughs) There's an herbal component. Are there any swords in this conversation? (laughs) But if you let that sit, if you let it breathe, or if you buy one of those little uh, Venturi spirit aerators, whatever, you know. No, those things work. They're they're great. They really work well. Especially for young whiskeys. And this is an old whiskey that needs it, though. So you let this sit in the glass 20 minutes to an hour, and it's freaking amazing. Uh, I gave it a five, too. This is a beautiful whiskey, but oh it did need the water to really bring out all the flavor yeah. characteristics. Yeah, really uh, really great choice, and um, I can understand why you'd be the favorite person you know, at the family gathering. You did pick something else to take as well. Tell us about the uh, Logic Rag here. Uh, what well, do you want to hear about that, or you want to hear about horrible Christmas stories? Ooh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go for horrible Christmas stories for 200. Uh, well, honestly, uh, you know, I I live down here in South Florida, but my family are all from Western North Carolina, so they refer to me as the Yankee. Um, <laughs> I've never <laughs> with all the New York Jews down here. I like that. A lawyer I, I stuck in a room true. full of forty I, bottles I of, of booze. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I had the only Christmas tree within about fifteen miles. I was like the freak. <laughs> uh, but all I my spent... friends had Hanukkah bushes. Yeah, well, that's what I told him it was. <laughs> Everybody, hey, are you putting it up yet? I, I was always, I have a, uh, I have a Baptist father, a Presbyterian mother. I uh, grew up in a Jewish neighborhood, went to Hebrew school, and then went to Catholic school. So I'm like multi. Yeah, You're I, a Yankee. I, I'm extremely confused. Um, but uh, every year we have a house in North Carolina where my family live. You know where they're all from, and uh, I, I remember going up in Christmas time, and you know it was the '70s. It was swinging. It was the whole. Uh, was the whole Austin Powers kind of thing going on, and uh, you know, I, I, I probably should have. I, where are you, where are you going with this story about swinging in the family? Purple, <laughs> yeah, the, the number of purple bags scattered around our house up on Beach Mountain. I, I honestly, I could fill a truck with the empties. Uh, you know, watching my father and his friends uh, hammered on a sled going down the road at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, uh, it, it was an interesting time. Um, 
but one memory that really comes back to me is uh, my my uncle, his his wife's family owned a house in the middle of nowhere, uh, North Carolina. If you find the middle of nowhere, uh, you know, you know, BF Egypt, go a hundred miles from there. That's where this place is. And uh, the first time I went there. Uh, I came straight from work. I'm I'm an attorney in my day job. I was working at Boca Raton at the time. Just got on a plane, still in a three-piece suit, and show up at this little house in the middle of nowhere and walk in. And it's a, uh, a five-piece bluegrass band uh, in the middle of nowhere. And oh, man. Jason said. Dude, five-piece means you're a musician. Well, some of your family Half playing the at the people that? there you know, are making their own whiskey, you know in their garage and uh, but you can't let anybody see you drinking so of course you've got the ubiquitous red solo cup <laughs> and i remember sitting there drinking homemade for uh the next several hours oh this to is good i love this moonshine moonshine and a holiday family and gathering make enough of it that i'm dropping my cup on the ground and people are you know sopping it up and uh, i'm trying to pretend that there's no alcohol in there which i thought was funny <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was interesting. They uh, had jug bands, but the jugs were full of cider, not alcohol. Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> when we when we had to fix my great grandmother's house because it was sinking into the ground and jacked it up, I found a few interesting cases of uh, very clear liquid in mason jars underneath oh, it. Oh, here we go. My great grandmother uh, made some of the most interesting medicinal products in the area, <laughs> uh, and I tell you, for. Uh, one semester at University of Florida, I was the most popular student there. So, um, now half the kids went blind, but they sure loved you. No one went blind. That was that was the that was the most remarkable. He still thing. gets Everyone Christmas had a cards. Really good from time, these people. no one went blind, and I introduced them to a cut the heads and tails. interesting thing yeah. called electric watermelon. Uh, <laughs> oh my! God. <laughs> uh, won't go into the Bob's uh, a distant relative of popcorn Sutton. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, Again, for dealing with a you know a family gathering. Again, I like the brick to the teeth type of whiskey, as you can tell from my you know uh, waxings on uh, George T. Stag. Um, what I selected was the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. This is uh, twelve year olds, uh, sixty-eight point five APV. This is uh, this was the second release. Um, this has the age on it to develop the depth of flavor and color that I love, but it's not over top on the wood. Um, I love the regular Elijah Craig 12. It's one of my go-tos, uh, like Weller 12. It's the most undervalued whiskey on the market. Absolutely, for it's, the money. It's a 12-year-old that should be $50 a bottle, yeah. so it's 30 bucks a bottle. Um, but I find this barrel-proof offering just vastly superior to the regular. Um, and it's like it's much like the, uh, 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 the Maker's Mark cast versus the regular. The Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is like Elijah Craig 12, just turned up to 11 for you Spinal Tap fans. Um, <laughs> dark, dark, rich, burnished bronze for color. Um, nose, rich, rich wood, caramel, uh, light fruit notes on the palate. Oak, caramel, butterscotch, cinnamon, nutmeg, uh, pepper on the back end, and a really great lasting finish. And and I give it a I give it a four. Interesting. <clears throat> Who else would like to talk about the Elijah Craig barrel proof here? And I'll have some more, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll Jason talk about wants it. to I, Well, okay, oh, so ahead, Jason, go ahead. All right. Well, so Elijah Craig barrel proof is probably my favorite of the Heaven Hill whiskeys. I, I will give it. Now, you were saying the regular Elijah Craig y'all really like. I'm not a really big fan, but at the same time, I'm a cash strength guy. So 
Heaven Hill whiskeys usually to me are very over oaked. They lose the grain. I think with the Elijah Craig barrel proof that you don't lose the grain because it's not watered down. You you can still taste some of the grain, um, but it is very woody. Um, it is it is very very heavy. But like I said, um, barrel proof probably my favorite Heaven Hill product. I would give it a solid four. Mm, how about that? That's classy. <clears throat> I um, I compare this very favorably to George C. Stagg. I think I think you're missing it with losing the grain here. I I, I think you get the grain on the twelve year old as well. There's a huge corn there, but the oak on the George T. Stagg is just elegant. It's gorgeous, and I think they do a better job distilling. And I give it a five. But with the Elijah Craig, I also give it a five, but I needed to add the water. Without the water, there was a little too much acetone on the nose and a little bit mint. The, I, I got the caramel. I got the light and light fruit notes. When I added the cold water, the acetone disappeared. The fruit came up. The corn shined. It was beautiful caramel and butterscotch. And the pepper on the back, I love, but it was the nutmeg that really stood out. Uh, it's just you do need to add the water. I know you're a cast strength guy, drinking it pure cast strength, but adding the cold water brings the layers of flavor. Yeah, I did the George I T. Have to agree with too. that. It, it needs just a touch of water. I'm, do, I'm doing touch. it right now. I'm breaking my own rule. I'm, I'm putting watching. water in it. I'm watching him. This is very kill, interesting. Kill the acetone. Get the fruit up, and because I put water in the stag too, and I think stag's fantastic. But I, you can lose the grain mm. with the stag as well. Oh, I see some head nodding. And I well, and I will tell you, when you add the water, it, it's not as hot. I mean, it definitely mellows it. You're, I mean, you're right. It, it takes a little bit of that tartness away. I mean, it's much more mellow, much more approachable. But, you know, I still, if you're going to compare, you know, Heaven Hill's flagship cash strength versus Sazerac's or Buffalo Trace's flagship cash strength, I mean, it's hands yeah, down going to Is it Sazerac BT. or is it Buffalo Trace? What's going on? Well, Sazerac, well, Sazerac owns, owns Buffalo Trace. Hmm. <clears throat> well, on that note of uh, family uh, infighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say I'm that telling you, those cousins are weird. <laughs> they all have six toes. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that uh, on that family note, I would personally choose to hang out with Granny and the Moonshine. So, <laughs> you know, that that definitely would be the way I'd go. I can probably hook you up with that. I agree that I like friends. I have friends of friends. I like this. Well, listen, we need to uh, take a quick break here. Let our uh, sponsors chime in. We're going to be right back with more tales of family gatherings and booze. We'll be right back. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. Hey, welcome back to Genoa and Fudge. 
<laughs> we combine <laughs> today. We got the Rocky Road. We're gonna be combining with the uh, Barrel Age Whiskey Fudge. A uh, good, a uh, good oh, family. You're the time. best fudge packer I know. <laughs> you know, you the, you you pack fudge you, so you well. Slap a fudge he has very good. Experience in packing a fudge. <laughs> it's all how about you slap it on the marble. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's just it's so bad on some of your levels. I can't believe this. Good thing we got some lawyers in the group. I agree. Well, welcome back to uh, Sip Suds and Smokes. Today we're talking about family gatherings and what would you take to the perfect family gathering uh, to survive the experience. So, yeah, I know we've had some uh, good ones already. I'm definitely down with uh, going with Grandma in the moonshine. I have to say that that sounded pretty good. I like that. Well, uh, has anyone actually played a three-day euchre tournament? Anybody? No. I think you're going to have to explain I, what euchre is to like oh, you man. know the people who aren't ninety. Okay. Is that well, well, ninety? I love it. <laughs> it's a baseball great card game. Anyway. Uh, so listen. Euchre. Yeah, so this card game is practically religion, you know, in my family. And I was taught at a very young age um, by the queen herself, who was my nana. So, um, yes, she actually had a lot of interesting characteristics. Probably one of the things I loved about her, she was a one a day glass of Jack Daniels kind of, you know, gal, you know. Um, Even, you know, as she aged, it was just something that she loved about that particular product um so the thing is is in euchre you're you're bidding on the number of tricks that you can collect you know you you have a suit you're picking and you pay and you play in pairs you know for euchre um but the thing that i found very interesting is is that her bidding skills actually got better with the more you know whiskey that she consumed through each of these experiences and i just i really loved it it was really great um you know i have a lot of great time you know with 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 our family and you know there's some family that i choose to take you know beverages you know alcoholic beverages to and then there's other ones i know that my cousins are actually going to bring it you know as well so i'm really blessed on both sides you know different family that I know that some of them are going to choose to bring some things and some of them are not. So I actually chose a couple of interesting products, you know, for us to talk about that um, I would take to a family gathering. Um, I have taken uh, these two uh, family gatherings. Um, So, you know, the first one uh, that uh, there's two of them that we're going to talk about. One is Corsair Buckyow and the other one is Smooth Ambler's uh, Old Old Scout Barrel Proof are the two products that we're going to talk about here uh, that I would take to a family gathering. And I can tell just the level of excitement coming off this has just been a buzzkill on the moonshine. They called it whiskey buck, yeah. Yeah, when are we going to get back to that? I'm saying, <laughs> I believe they're trying to make a dirty joke. <laughs> I do not approve of these things. <laughs> Well, you know, so it's like you and the fudge packers are. <laughs> there are no fudge packers in this family story. I, I got to assure you that. So, oh, so I have look. I'm not judging birthdays and holidays. It's all cool. Well, the interesting part about this story is is that um, my dad grew up in a traditional Amish town. I mean, these oh, are not sad. people that really enjoyed a lot of you know alcohol. 
Um, and my Nana was, uh, she was a piano teacher and uh, for at least 30 years. And she actually was the one that taught most of the Amish community how to play piano or play, Absolutely. you know, some Sweet. other, you know, musical instruments in the area. And, you know, it's just, it was really strange because even the nearest liquor store from where this small town was, it was literally like 45 minutes away, you know, to try and pick up the nearest alcohol. I mean, it's just like light years away from anywhere. Um, but it's just, it was always interesting. I mean, even after she passed away, um, that I was finding just a really high quality, you know, Jack Daniels stash you know, that she had in her, in her house. So it was just, it was really endearing and I really loved it. Uh, but I always enjoyed playing Euchre uh, with everybody. And um, it, it definitely got a lot more interesting as each, you know, round went by. Um, we would play, um, if you don't know anything about Euchre, you play in pairs. Um, it's always a, you play four. Um, and you rotate, you know, usually who your partner is that you play through and you play for points. Um, and sometimes we'd play like four or five, you know, tables and this thing would go on for like days on end that you would play, you know, this card game and it definitely got more interesting, you know, with as more booze was flowing as, as time went by, you know, each day it got more and more interesting. So it's, it's, uh, it's not quite, uh, it doesn't involve any sword fights or, you know, um, any moonshine, but it's still uh, something I really enjoyed, you know, about our family gatherings. And I always planned ahead. I was like, I need to take something, you know, the Euchre game. So there are a couple things that I picked. Uh, the first thing uh, was off of Corsair Buck Yeah. Um, so a couple things about uh, this particular product. Um, some pretty choice awards, you know, for this. Um, they won the gold for the 2015 American Craft Spirits Association. They won the gold for 2015 for the Beverage Tasting Institute. Um, you know, this is not, uh, uh, we'll talk a lot about this, I'm sure, about some of the tasting profile. Some of the tasting notes from Corsair itself, it's combined with Victory Malt to emulate the nuttiness and the flavor characteristic of toasted buckwheat. Um, so, you know, this kind of runs um, pretty average, about, you know, 60 bucks a bottle. Uh, fairly easy to find. Um, you might have to make a few phone calls, you know, to find this. Not everybody carries it. Um, s several good mail order outlets um, carry it as well. Um, so you should be able they don't to. Use actual buckwheat with this? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't. The bottle says buckwheat. It does, but I don't okay. know if there is actual buckwheat in this product. So that's a good question. There's only one buckwheat product I know on the market. It was Finlandia Vodka's buckwheat. Hmm. But uh, are there any whiskeys that are still using buckwheat? Well, there is only one buckwheat, period, and it's Eddie Murphy. Hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, hey, buttwheat. Remember me? <laughs> I love buttwheat. <laughs> He's not the real, real buckwheat. buckwheat. Well, he would do well at the euchre table, that's for sure. Um, you know, some things. This whiskey has a lot of flavor, and it's, um, listen, if you don't like nutty flavor, then this will suck. Don't buy this. Um, you'll just run for the run for the hills. But I actually love this, um, and I it's not because it is. Uh, it's because what it's not, um, and I really like the fact that it is a little bit unique. Um, I can easily pound several of these and console my losses at the euchre table. Um, as one of the things I enjoy. Um, 
you know, it is much like Corsair's entire lineup. We were chatting a little bit, you know, kind of about Corsair, uh, you know, where we're looking through this. They really have some very unique products. They have some really good products. They have some things that are not for everybody. Um, and, you know, I think that if you're looking for a traditional whiskey or you're looking for a traditional gin or, or you're not going to no, uh, you stay away, that, you know, I, and if, if I have to steal a phrase, I have to say that they're the dogfish head of the whiskey world. They're mm-hmm. uh, off centered, you know, distilled products for off center people. Um, and I know that, uh, Sam will kill me for saying that because they actually have a distillery now for dogfish head, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. But, you know, I think uh, the thing I like is is that um, Derek and Andrew and Andrea, you know, have really kind of approached uh, a lot of what they're doing of saying, you know what, we can either go head-to-head with people on the shelf and create great products, or we can create something that's a little bit different and a little bit unique and capture, you know, a market share that's just not quite there. And for you know, capturing they a call, flavor they profile. Call the, the distillery artisan Corsair, or is that just a brand thing? Um, Corsair. Artisan I don't know. Corsair. We call it Corsair. Yeah, they, we I just call it Corsair. It, they, yeah. I think they throw artisan in they there might somewhere. Have, yeah, artisan. All, all the labels I have on my shelf say artisan Corsair. So I'm, I was wondering. I'm sure they because probably use they embody they embody true artisanship. I mean, they're artists. They, oh, they, they do. do different things. Well, they definitely think of, uh, you know, when they're approaching their grain bill for a lot of their distilled products is it is very much about an art form. And they do it. So this is a combination. There is a distillery side and then there's a brewery side uh, to uh, Corsair. So um, you don't know a whole lot about their beer side, the high gravity lab uh, that's coming out. Mm -hmm. And they've been producing a lot of beers all along. And you'll probably hear a lot more about Corsair beers products on some of our sud segments, you know, in the near future. But today, uh, we've only talked about one other Corsair product here on Subsud and Smokes, which is Triple Smoke. Actually, it was our our pick of pick uh, sips uh, pick of the product for 2012, our very first season. Um, I thought it was very innovative. You know how much they had pumped into triple smoke and i know jason's looking at me like really (laughs) right now but jason jason you sell a lot of um what's that crap called oh fireball (laughs) you can't judge (laughs) corsair i love that right on cue you just can't create this stuff (laughs) well um you know, just uh, the thing I love is it just really creates uh, a nice alternate choice, you know, just for the holidays. So, yeah, I mean, I do have some bourbon, um, you know, that I would take to a family gathering. Uh, my cousins just stare at hours from my wet bar when they walk in. They're like, wow, what, what do I do? Um, it's like, you know, they're almost like watching wallpaper. And I don't have, like, this amazing collection, you know, that some of you have, you know, where you have, like, a 100 bottles, you know. Um, of just bourbon on one shelf. I mean, it's a collectic, you know, group of things on the wet bar. But um, the thing is, is that I weigh a hundred bottles. Uh, no, <laughs> I have a hundred bottles, but you know, um, you know, that's the thing that I really enjoy about you know, kind of unique products. And so um, that's it for introducing uh, Buck. Yeah, anybody want to kind of review and talk about this? 
Uh, Jason says negatory <laughs> as he's looking at me. All right, Bob. Well, you know, okay. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, I, I'm going to do that. I, I, dude, I thought this was beautiful. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Corsair. I have tried a lot of products, and I sell a few of them. And um, I think they're innovative, and and they do a lot of unique things. And and what they're what's not unique, at least they stand out. They do good things in, in their categories. Um, this buckwheat was a surprise for me. It smelled like real buckwheat. I don't know about this uh, victory malt, but it was super nutty. It was gorgeous note and chocolate, cocoa bean, roasted cocoa go. bean. Yeah. Uh, it was so like different. Nutella almost, right? Just stellar. It went on and yeah. on, and it was like dusty cocoa and nuts, and it was like I just had a handful of chocolate roasted almonds, and for sixty bucks, this is a steal. I think this whiskey is gorgeous. It's I gave it a four only because it was a little bit one note. If there was a little more complexity, or maybe if I let it breathe longer, I would have given it a five. Mm. Uh, how about that? A sips of four. Bob, any comments on Buck? Yeah. Yeah, the nose, as Harm said, the, the cocoa really comes through. The uh, walnuts, walnut shells on the nose. Um, on the palate, it, it reminded me of, uh, I, I can understand why this would be a good one that to sell around the holidays, uh, Mexican hot chocolate. Uh, you know, a bitter hot chocolate. Huh. Uh, you know, Interesting. Surprisingly good. Um, I gave it a solid four. Wow, how about that? That's Interesting. Well, I definitely know that uh, you know a lot of my cousins really enjoy this, and are like, "Wow, I don't think I'll ever get this again." You know, so, um, so you know, I'm always dealing with them, uh, kind of staring at the wet bar, and they're just literally just staring at this. If you, you, know, they, you don't have Crown Royal on your wet bar, uh, negative. No, I don't believe so. Uh, um, that's my. His friends in the seventies. There's no Glenn Livett back there. Uh, maybe, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, they literally—they're just—it's like watching a deer. You know, they're just staring there, and I just walk through them, and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna have some old scout. Um, and I just kind of cut through them, and I'm like, look, this is a good place to start. It's not the end. It's not the beginning. It's somewhere in the middle, you know, for you guys, you know, to kind of enjoy something like this. Um, so the thing that, uh, you know, I really love is um, I, I love the variety of, of ways that I serve this. I actually choose two different ways to serve this. So traditionally it's just, you know, with the highball, and I, I drop a sphere cube, and I just, you know, kind of pour over it and, and away we go and this is a barrel proof product usually so um you usually need to uh not dilute it down but it's something you need to think about it's something you're not going to pour neat and say enjoy yourself you know send me a christmas card in a few months um you need to let it sit there uh on the sphere cube for about five minutes that's kind of the magic uh, that I have usually is sphere cube five minutes I'll let the water kind of work its magic and this kind of just brings it down a tad. So. You know, I, I understand the whole thing with your sphere cube. It, it melts slower. It, kills, it does. chills the whiskey. Well, it's not. And you get the perfect dilution. I like artisan ice. I use water. <laughs> Why don't you just use cold water? Well, that's true. Um, I, I probably, for some of my whiskey geeks, I would probably just choose 
chilled distilled water. You're absolutely right. But these are my cousins. They don't know Jack Squad. So they're impressed by this fear cube. It's all about, you it's know. It's really cool looking. <laughs> that thing, that damn it's, thing's it's, round. I it's can't so believe you round. got that. No, they're not country. Like so, you know, I, can't, I can't go there and with good luck cousins. ever trying to get that cube to go clear because that's a pain. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's. <laughs> Turn into that show. I actually have some of the magic. I know it's it's all about the air. So anyway, so uh, you know, so literally five minutes. Sphere cube. Um, it just kind of brings it down a tad. Um, so uh, this is uh, MGP LDI juice. Um, you know, and we've talked a little bit about it on some other shows. Um, and it is all about kind of the blends and the barrels. Um, all they are literally all over the place for this product. And I know it's really irritating. You know, to some of you, you're like, well, I don't know if I can always get the same thing. Um, it, it's in the same price point. You know, this swings like at 60 bucks a bottle. And the thing I love is I just, you know, I know I can pour this and, and get people off to the races, you know. And I don't have to worry about saying, well, let me educate you. And let me take your, you know, palate on a journey, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Just pour it. <laughs> um this is this is decent juice, dude. I've yeah. never had the ten year before. We've had the six, seven, the nine. Yeah. So I had this horrible experience with the three year old. Let's not go there. But, so <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very nice. I love that. It's a good story. Uh, and so, I got to agree with you. It, this this is one that really needs time to open up. Uh, you don't want to pour it out of the bottle and just attack it. Um, you know, it's it's uh, when you get the the nose on it. You, I mean, obviously, you can tell this is LDI juice. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. That makes some excellent whiskey there. The vanilla, the vanilla, the caramel, the butterscotch in there, but it definitely needs a good 10, 15 minutes to open up, and just a touch of water uh, really opens the nose up. Yeah, because I would the water or the, you guys, but I used cold water, uh, ginger came out on the palate it was just gorgeous mm-hmm. what are some of your sips rating here on the uh um old scout smooth ambler well i gave it a four but after i sat it sat in the hour i'm sorry it sat in the glass for about 45 minutes to an hour it was a five huh oh how about that yeah. very interesting it choice it really yeah. hmm. yeah. Well, I'm uh, sorry. I have it a four. It's sitting. I, I have two. I have a bottle of it sitting right here, and it's sitting next to the stag. It's it, it's a four. It's not a five. Oh, you man. haven't opened the bottle. The bottle is still closed. Yeah. His his sample. He drank of water. I let mine it's, sit. It's not stag. Ah, uh, well, it's stag. It's not stag. I'll give you that. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, so I talked a little bit about uh, serving this a little bit two ways, and um, they actually have some pretty cool drink recipes on the Smooth Handler website. Um, and I would say, uh, don't pass over the one called hard water. Um, it's from a bar in San Francisco. Um, some of the ingredients are a little difficult to kind of, uh, source around, but, um, that's a really great, uh, beverage wing of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's really quite awesome. So I have to tell you the other way that I really love to serve this old scout is very simple. I just serve it as an old fashioned, um, you know, there's nothing like a very simple drink, um, with just some really good barrel proof, um, whiskey that really kind of kicks things up a notch. And are you using uh, crazy bitters or anything? You just use standard bitters? No, I just do? use Agonisto, uh, you know, bitters with, uh, my old fashioned, you can kind of, uh, 
uh, say it correctly then Angostura for me. Angostura beans? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, exactly <laughs> I was like, Agonostia. I was what waiting for the buzzer. Where's the, right. buzzer. <laughs> Where's the buzzer on that? I was trying to think. Is there a bitter I don't know? <laughs> More Old Scout Table 6, please. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate that. I, I've noticed through the show you've moved from Table 3 to Table 6. You're like <laughs> the park He likes to jump tables. I'm moving around the room as it speaks. Anyway, so back to the old Either that or the room's moving the around right bitters. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, if you want to uh, go back, um, we actually uh, had another show on making the perfect old fashioned. Uh, great show. I really loved it. Um, you know, we really kind of moved through uh, the right way to make that drink. We didn't make it with Old Scout in that particular show, um, but I, it's a very simple formula to stick with to make that really well. I will tell you, I have some variations that I've played on it over time. Um, the difference is, is the orange rind that you pick. Um, so sometimes I actually combine two different varieties of orange, you know, to go with some is a Valencia and the other is a Tangelo. So, you know, two different types of orange. Yeah. There's more right. than one. Oh yeah. There's definitely more than I one. I thought those were lemons and limes. Yeah. Best cocktail ever. Glass, whiskey. Take all the rest of that crap, throw it out, drink whiskey. There Can you go. I get a ding ding for that one? Okay. There's all a right. place for cocktails. Grab <laughs> Bob's a Philistine. Yes. I'm with Bob on this one. So I had one uh I had one. You, you don't even put water in your whiskey, Jason. That, that's <laughs> no. a defect of your soul. B- bartenders love me. They just grab the bottle, they set it in front of me, and they say, All right, I'll see you in an hour. Well, that's because those lazy bartenders. We have, we have uh, I like d- down here in Florida. They they call themselves um, what is it? Uh, mixologists. Oh, yeah. oh come well, on, man. please. Uh, well, listen. I have one quick story to tell about Old Scout. It was really great. Uh, I love this. Um, the uh, Tampa Bay Whiskey Society recently had a blind tasting of about twelve different versions of Old Scout. Um, yeah, which is very cool. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was a really cool lineup. Um, we'll actually po- post some of the uh, lineup and the results on our Facebook page. Um, I will tell you that the winner was NASA Liquors. <laughs> of uh, of all things, it was a nine year version of Old Scout, one hundred six point six proof. Um, yeah, it's really quite fascinating. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What? Was that their private barrel? Yeah. It was. So, yeah. A nine-year-old 106. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's kind of the story about this product from Smooth Ambler is they're actually suspending their private bottling program. Um, and I'm, I'm not really quite sure. I can't, I can't quite figure out what's going on. There have been a few whispers that they're kind of running out of this juice and everybody's running out of the juice i know and so four roses cut theirs off i, I wonder if this is off. the end of the barrel proof oh, you know part of this uh, product last year so uh whatever you're doing uh, if you happen to see the barrel proof old scout on this shelf um i would say try it um pick it up all you can i don't know that it's going to go away forever and ever but i do know that um there's definitely possibly some supply and demand um, allocation that's kind of going on with this product. So, um, but the blind tasting was very interesting uh, because they had such a v- wide variety. Um, there have been some Four Roses blind tastings that I've really enjoyed reading about as well. Those are probably a bit more pervasive just because that product is a little bit more popular. The Old Scout product, maybe not quite the same cachet in terms of um, you know popularity. 
but I really love the quality of this blind tasting that they did. Um, I know that they actually held one of them out from a uh, wood guy uh, was uh, one of the other blends. Uh, they had, off yeah, this. they had one of the two yeah. wood guy ones. Yeah, and I know that uh, those big, are big shout out to the guys down at uh, Tampa Whiskey Society. A good friend of mine, yeah, Dave, that, and they've done some really awesome tastings there. Well, um, I know that we featured one other uh, barrel, which was from Smoky Beast here on the show um, that we did on uh, store barrels. Uh, who has a better palate? And I love Smoky Beast uh, barrel. It was really awesome, and I'm uh, still kind of weaning myself through that sample so yeah it's your barrel tasting show i, 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 I might point out in. that in that one i pick more than anyone else i'm just saying <laughs> he's sticking with it i think we need to check the I think stats, we need to on check that one. stats back on that <laughs> show yeah so yeah, we'll go listen to that one again my friend all right well i hope you enjoyed uh you know this the discussion of uh, my family gathering and what alcohol kind of gets through that um definitely uh, quite interesting and you know i really enjoyed all the stories uh that we had today most importantly uh plan- there <laughs> <laughs> except for the sword thing i don't know about that <laughs> well that was the one in india the, the the temple down here in florida where my parents actually attend is there was a gunfight mm. <laughs> it's like we have to adapt to a new American ways. Yeah, South right. Florida, we have gunfights so, all the time. I, I have a plan, you know, for the holidays. I'm going to attend a family gathering of Harmeets. I'm going to bring uh, a video camera that has a fully charged battery, you know, uh, so, a Glock, and uh, a, a sword. Stag. <laughs> and a bottle of stag. There you go. I like that. You know, <laughs> it all works pretty good. <laughs> Uh, whatever you're planning to do, make sure you have a plan. <laughs> That's all I got to say about a family gathering. Uh, for sure. Before we begin, since this is Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us in the saying of grace. Oh, great. Oh. What, dear? Grace! Grace! She passed away 30 years ago. They want you to say grace. The blessing! I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 Catherine, this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. (laughs) Save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Eddie. Well, we have to uh, get one of our guests off to a family gathering who is uh, planned ahead. So we're going to close out our show for today. Really great uh, experience. Uh, Appreciate you enjoying all of this. 
Well, you can catch our episodes online anytime at SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, Spreaker, our native media host, iTunes, and our own Android app are the easiest way to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sips, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Now, have you guys noticed that as the day has progressed that my diction has actually gotten better with more booze that I've had? Yeah, I think uh, I think your your diction is kind of like how I play pool. The more uh, alcohol I consume, how do I talk the better about your I diction, am. Man? You know, yeah. at least it does sound better. That's all that really counts. Listen, we love your just care less. Maybe that's a. <laughs> <laughs> I should try this on a professional level. Listen, uh, we love your feedback, and you can reach us online anytime at info at sipsuddensmokes dot com. While our daily tasting notes flow out and flow. See, I I I knew I'd get one. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle on Twitter is at SipSudSmoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a great big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Please do not rate the quality of our family stories on this show. <laughs> but if you do, we all know mine ones. And if you have pictures, you can't please send family, those in. Don't bust. <laughs> Listen, this episode stuck with him. It's not a. It's not a choice. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Listen, this episode of Sip Suds and Smokes is sponsored by Fine Spirits. Check out the enigmatic. <laughs> check out the enigmatic machine. <laughs> to sample great products by the glass or great selections of bourbon and whiskey to take to your next family gathering. You can reach them online. Over 300 bourbons and whiskeys in the store. <laughs> you can reach them online anytime at www.findspirits.net. Well, I definitely want to thank Made Man Bob uh, joining us from the Bourbon Mafia. Tell us a little bit about the Bourbon what? Mafia. Uh, there is no such thing as a mafia. I don't know what you're talking about. I know people. Know people. Know how to get stag. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know people? I know Buffalo Trace. I know people, okay? <laughs> you, you bring a stag, I bring the weller, okay? We we talk. Organized crime, <laughs> Buffalo stag, stealing liquor? No. Surely you jest. Surely you jest. I agree. <laughs> well, I definitely want to thank my co-host for joining me for this uh, really great story and a uh, really great uh, episode. Made Man Bob, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to be here. And good old boy, Harmeet. I don't have a tagline, but I'm looking for one. I know. That is your tagline. <laughs> and good old boy, Jason. Thank you for joining us. Great to be here. And I want to give one piece of advice. This was something my father taught me when I was very younger. Don't always assume there's going to be alcohol when you go to a family gathering. Bring your own. I agree. Take that two-gallon jug of Fireball. <laughs> well, it's good old boy, Mike. Thank you again for joining us once again. Plan ahead and keep on sipping. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.